You're listening to Rhema for Today. How does the anointing work? What makes the anointing work? Does it always work? What will keep it from working? See? And so it is interesting to read various scriptures concerning the anointing, or it's called both anointing and power. It's also called spirit. See, the spirit of the Lord's upon me because he's anointed me. Then we read here, and Jesus returned in the power of the spirit. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on a fresh anointing. Find out more next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. So, as I waited on God, I was just simply uh, in my spirit. I just knew that I should speak some more along this line. And that is, we did, Father Light would come to us even. And of course, speaking here, you would cover it from a different standpoint than you would preaching to ministers. Now, the individual anointing. Individuals are anointed to minister. There are different offices. We've talked about those, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher. Jesus stood in all five of them. So he had the anointing that goes with all five of them. I thought about uh, different times in my own ministry, uh, preaching in churches. And I've uh, seen people come to pastors for guidance and help. And, and I'd been in the ministry a good many years. Sometimes sitting in the next room, I could hear them. And I, I thought this, this pastor's just a young man. He didn't have one-tenth of the experience that I had in the ministry. And I thought to myself, how in the world is he going to answer that? And, and as I sat there and listened to him talk, the words that poured out of his mouth, you see, because he had the anointing to stand in that office. The office of the pastor is shepherd. The shepherd, shepherd, what does he shepherd? Sheep. Sheep. He shepherds sheep. Amen, isn't that right? Well, what, what does the shepherd, what does he ministry? See, his ministry doesn't just consist of preaching on Sunday morning. That's a very small part of his ministry. He's ministering to the sheep, even on an individual basis. Jesus used the illustration, you know, of uh, the sheep, the sheepfold, the shepherd and his sheep. Uh, the shepherd's out there, you know, to, uh, to protect the sheep. He's out there to guide them. He's out there to direct them. And so this individual had come to the pastor for guidance and direction. And I thought, how is he going to handle that? What is he going to do? And I sat the other side of the wall and wept. See, he just had an anointing that I didn't have to minister to that person because he has the anointing of the pastor or the shepherd. I don't have that anointing. That's not my call. I tell you, a lot of us, the reason we don't fit right is because we're in the wrong office or trying to fill the wrong office. We don't have the anointing to do that. And so <laughs> it's, it's sort of like trying to put a square peg in a round hole. You understand what I'm saying? And so... Jesus is anointing because he has an individual anointing, but he, as I said, he stood in all five of those ministry gifts. But now notice here, 
in Acts 10.38 how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. And we know here when what Jesus said, reading from Isaiah, that he was anointed to do all of these things. Yet uh, Peter doesn't specify all of them here. He mentions about the healing part. And so he said how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with you. There is a healing anointing. There is a healing anointing. Now you see, we read from our text here, from Isaiah, that it's the anointing that destroys or breaks the yoke. Well, in this particular case, then, we would be talking about the yoke of sickness. Sickness is like a yoke upon you, isn't it? Holds you in bondage. You notice Jesus said, He has sent me to preach deliverance to the captives. Well, that has a, a multifold meaning, more than one meaning. See, people are spiritually captives and and if you've ever been sick and bound, you're, you're captive to sickness and disease. But thank God there's deliverance. There is deliverance. And so Jesus is anointed to minister. Well, Jesus said, I've been teaching to our second year class from John's gospel, the 14th chapter, the 11th and 12th verses, where Jesus said, Verily, verily, I said, You, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto the Father. And so if we're going to do the works of Jesus, this is only part of them. Now, this isn't all of them. But we'll have to have the same anointing, or else we wouldn't do them. Now, uh, we need to then study very carefully, very carefully, the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ because he is ministering under the anointing, isn't he? Amen. How does the anointing work? What makes the anointing work? Does it always work? What will keep it from working? See? See? And so it is interesting to read various scriptures concerning the anointing, or it's called both anointing and power. It's also called spirit. See, the spirit of the Lord's upon me because he's anointed me. Then we read here, and Jesus returned in the power of the spirit. See, Jesus returned, we read, in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and they went a fame of him abroad. Then he read, The Spirit of the Lord's upon me because he's anointed me. So then, anointing, Spirit, and power would be synonymous terms. Wouldn't they? Amen. I said, Wouldn't they? Amen. Well, then, let, let, let's notice some scripture. Uh, first of all, let's turn back for just a moment and then we'll go into more detail about it. But let, let's turn back to the fifth chapter of Mark. One of my favorites. I've preached on many, many, many times. Concerning the woman who touched his garment and was healed. 
a certain woman, Mark 5, 25, a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately knowing in himself, now the King James translation said, that virtue had gone out of him. That's a little misleading. He's not anointed with virtue, he's anointed with power. Are you listening to me? Of course, the King James translation is translated over 400 years ago, you see. Well, actually, most reference, even King James translations, you'll notice either a little letter or a little number by the word virtue, and you look in the margin of many of them, and it'll tell you, the says GR, that means Greek, and that's New Testament is already written in Greek, and it says power. Or some of them, for instance, it says, you look in the margin, it says dynamon. In other words, uh, this is the uh, Greek word uh, that's translated power all through New Testament, dynamon, D-Y-N-A-M-I-N, dynamon. It's the same word, you see, in the Greek, it's the same word that we get our, our word in the English the word dynamite from. Actually, it derives from that. Well, when you think of dynamite, you think of power, don't you? I said, don't you? Amen. You automatically think of power. And so the word, the Greek word dynamon is translated power all through, even the King James New Testament. But if you're reading another translation, you'll find that all other translations, virtually all of them, will translate it that way because it's correct that there went power. But then you wouldn't have to do either one of them. All you'd have to do is read the King James and you'll know what this virtue is. It's power. Because Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord's upon me because he's anointed me. And then he lists all these things that he's anointed me to do. One of them is to heal, he said. Then Peter said, King James translation, Peter said, Acts 10, 30, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing. So there he says it's power, doesn't he? See? Well, then he immediately knew that power had gone out of him. Jesus immediately knowing in himself that what? Power had gone out of him. Well, what is his power? It's power he's anointed with. Not power that's his because he's the son of God. It's power that God anointed him with, to minister with. And so he turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth E. Hagen and Pastor Hagen and the rest of the Hagen family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. 
The first is Kenneth E. Hagen's three CD series called A Fresh Anointing. Next is Kenneth Hagen's book, Jesus' Name Above All Names. And finally, Lynette Hagen's slimline book entitled It's Your Time to Shine. All three resources are for the special price of $23.95. That's $14.95 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Guess what is happening September the 27th through the 29th? I would have no idea. <laughs> kindle the flame. No, that's all I've heard. It's kindle I the flame. Know. Kindle, you and Denise. Women's Conference. You yes. and Denise talking about Kindle the Flame. That's right. So if you have not registered yet, I encourage you to go and register. The early bird registration is won't will end September the 15th. So go before that and you'll save I know, some I money. Was, I was making jest on it, but really, guys... You need to get your lady to this yes. women's conference. It is one of the best women's conferences you're going to find anywhere. Miss Lynette is different. She has she holds a different kind of ladies' conference. She'll be speaking. My my daughter, Denise Burns, will be speaking. Patsy Caminetti, Mar- Marcy Gleason, and Jen Tringle. Yes. And uh, also, you're going to have the author of the book, the kindness effect. Jill yes. Donovan's going to be here That's with right. you. That's right. Going to be speaking. It is going to be one more fine conference. So make sure you get your lady there. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on a fresh anointing. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for other life-changing resources. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.